If it's 6 p.m. on a Thursday, that means it's time for Lehigh Valley Discourse here on WDIY 88.1 FM, WDIY.org, and our WDIY app. And we start off with Perspectives with John Pierce. Our engineer is Sarit Lashinsky, doing the magic on the board for us. Our topic this evening is very timely because we're talking about two crop walks, one in Allentown and one in Bethlehem. My guests represent both of those walks. First, the Reverend Diane Carahaw served for 24 years as chaplain for Luther Crest Senior Living Community in Allentown, where she now lives with her husband, John. Diane now serves as organist for Redeemer Lutheran Church in Allentown. Together with her husband, she also delivers Meals on Wheels and serves on the Greater Allentown Crop Hunger Walk Planning Team. Diane, can you say that without looking at your notes? Probably, but you said it the, so much better. Well, I said, well, I'm reading it. I know you are, but that's okay, John. <laughs> <laughs> this is Diane Carahaw. And joining her is uh, buddy Matt Pizel, who's been a member of Blessed Trinity Lutheran Church, formerly Messiah Lutheran Church, for 48 years. He has served on the church council and the fellowship and stewardship committees during that time. In 2000, Matt began leading the church's team at the annual Bike for Hunger sponsored by the Northeast Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. Matt, can you say, starting with Northeast, all those words? <laughs> no, John, I'm, you're doing a much better job. Hey, listen, hey th see, I'm reading these things. When the cycling event ended, Matt moved on to serving as Crop Hunger Walk team leader. And in 2006, he accepted the role of overall coordinator for the Bethlehem Crop Hunger Walk. So 2023 will be your 18th year, Matt, as coordinator for the Crop Walk in Bethlehem. Right? Correct. Yes. And Diane, you've been doing the Crop Walk in Allentown for... How many years? Oh, since in the 1980s, okay. uh, when I haven't been the coordinator, I, that I assumed after my husband Mike died of cancer in 2004, and yes. Okay. Well, and you've been a huge supporter and a cheerleader, I would say, of the crop walk for <laughs> all those years. Right, and actually, the Allentown Crop Walk started in 1979, and we moved to the valley in 1980, and I was pregnant with our first child, and that was the first walk that I walked in. So that was one year after it had started. So this mm -hmm. year is our 44th year for the Crop Hunger Walk in Allentown. And you've walked in every one except that very except first one. Except for the very first here. one. There you go. Oh, interesting. <laughs> All right. So what is exactly CROP, Crop? Crop Hunger Walk started in the 1970, early 6970. Originally, however, it started right after Church World Service started right after uh, World War II because the farmers in mid-America with great hearts wanted to reach out to war-torn Europe 
many of their ancestors had come from that area. Yes, indeed. And so it started out as church rural overseas program where they would send literally crops over to that area. What a nice coincidence. I know. Isn't that wonderful? And then, as I said, in um, 1969, 1970, the Crop Hunger Walk started. We were the very first of all those of all these walks that are happening now. We were the very first. And York, Pennsylvania was actually, in 1970, um, Bismarck, uh, North Dakota uh, was 1969, but York was the, the very second one in 1970. And so it became the fundraising arm for Church World Service to do their wonderful stuff of disaster assistance, of long-term development assistance, and of refugee resettlement assistance. So that's crop, and we have walks every year. Now this year, let's get right to the dates. For Bethlehem, it's going to be? October 8th okay. uh, on Sand Island, and it'll begin, uh, registration begins at 1 o'clock, and the walk will begin at 1.30. All right, and you walk for how long or for how many Well, because miles? it's a loop on Sand Island, uh, just shy of three miles, it'll depend on how many laps or how many loops you want to make. Oh. So the, the registration point is a start-finish near the tennis courts, and re- uh, refreshments will be available Ooh, to that the interests walkers. Me. Yeah. And we're hoping that as many people as possible can register online so that we don't have a lineup at the table. But we're looking forward to good weather again, a good fall day, and a good turnout. Yes, I'm praying for both of you to have great weather <laughs> that day. That always helps, doesn't it? Mother Nature. Yes. And then, Diane, so for the Allentown Walk, the Allentown it's a different walk, date. It is this year. We've always had it on the second Sunday in October. But this year, there were so many other walks happening on the 8th. We um, have moved it to the 22nd of October, same time as the Bethlehem Walk. The registration begins at 1 o'clock. The kickoff, uh, no pun intended, uh, for the walk itself is at 1.30. And we begin and end at St. Timothy Lutheran Church in Allentown, 140 South Ott Street in Allentown. We have two walk options. One is a one-mile route right around St. Timothy Lutheran Church in the Hamilton Park neighborhood. The other route that is popular, has been popular in the past, um, especially among youth groups that where, where people are trying to teach the youth where our money goes when it goes, a, a portion of it stays locally. The other portion um, supports the Church World Service uh, wonderful work throughout the United States and throughout the world where there are disasters and where there are droughts and all that stuff. But anyway, that 10K route, which is, it works out to about 6.2 miles, 6.2 plus miles, goes down by the two beneficiaries, local beneficiaries of our local money, and that is the Allentown Area Ecumenical Food Bank on 17th Street, as well as the Lehigh Conference of Churches on 5th Street. In All right, Allentown. so these two walks, the first yes. in, in time is Bethlehem's. Right. 
is followed up by Allentown's exactly two weeks later. Exactly that. And is, are these on a Sunday? They are. Yes, both on a Sunday. So um, we're encouraging folks who are listening right now to jump in and be walkers, right? Um, do you have any folks who are unable to walk very much and who show up and simply root on the walkers? Does there that are happen? there are those, and also you know. Matt mentioned the the refreshments. Just wanted to let you know, John, we have refreshments at the our beginning ending point. Okay. But we also for the longer route we have refreshments at the food bank and at a Lehigh Conference at churches and also at St. James uh, UCC um, at the corner of uh, Walnut and Fifteenth. But anyway, um, we're, there are people who do root us on. Um, there are people who provide the the refreshments. They and that's a great way to root us on. We also have the Allen High School uh, National Honor Society young people who come and help, and some of them walk, but some of them just cheer us on as we come back. Um, But if people want to walk, you know, are kind of ambitious and want to walk the longer walk or even the shorter walk and can't quite make it, we have tow trucks, T-O-E trucks, who... Uh, traverse the routes, make sure people are okay, but also can pick people up and cart them back if they need that. Oh, very good. Sounds like the Tour de France. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Uh, And Matt, you said yes also. You have some folks who... I I also think I'd like to walk in Diane's walk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can because we're on two different dates, Matt. (laughs) If if you join me on the 8th. Okay, there you go. (laughs) All right. Our listeners are witnesses now. We have... We have both of these uh, head honchos promising to go to the other person. Actually, that's kind of interesting because before, when it was the same date, has it always been the same date before this year? Usually, usually. Then you didn't have a chance to go to the other and see how the other uh, walk was done. We were always vying for attention. (laughs) (laughs) But it also made it easier because... People could remember the date because it was yes. crop walk date, but oh well. Right. So, how, how do you, how does how is the money collected? What is what is the, the the money aspect of this walk? Do people contribute to walk, or somebody sponsors them, or what? It, the walker seeks donors, and yes, friends, family, work associates would sponsor those individuals, and. Uh, We've really begun to stress more online donations. You know, cash in hand is nice, but depending on how you're collecting it, could be, if not problematic, just another burden. Uh, So online donations have become much safer and much more reliable. And we do get the people who show up and hand in a $10, $20 bill, not unusual, uh, at a walk, I think it was last year, someone was out jogging hmm. and said, what are you doing here? So, well, we're raising money for hunger. Oh, can I make a donation? Oh, uh, wow. Of course. That's <laughs> yeah. great. There's only one answer to that question. That's correct. Yeah. He handed me $10, and wow. I put it in the envelope, and I put my name on it, but because right. he never gave his name. <laughs> so Aww. if you're out there, thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, wonderful. Right. And actually, in the Allentown Walk, we won't turn cash away. However, we really stress that if people receive cash, that they turn it into checks. So just so that it's it's safer, it's it's easier. But 
as Matt said, we are really stressing online registration and online donations. Um, it makes it easier for the donors. It makes it easier for the walkers. It makes it easier for people who are working on the walk to do it that now, way. Now, Diane represents the Allentown mm-hmm. Walk and Matt, the Bethlehem Walk. So are there two different places where people would send in their contributions? That is correct. Well, okay. well, there are websites. Each of us, each of our crop walks has a website. So, for instance, the Allentown website is www.cropHungerWalk, all one word, dot org, slash, you know, forward slash Allentown PA. Again, all one word. So it's www.cropungerwalk.org forward slash Allentown PA. If you want the Bethlehem Walk, instead of Allentown PA, it's Bethlehem Bethlehem. PA. So again, Matt, what would your your, um, address be? www.cropungerwalk.org slash Bethlehem PA. All right. So the only thing that changes there is the city. That correct. is correct. And yes. And I mean, if people don't even remember the, or, or if people are, are listening and they're in other communities, they can just do www.cropungerwalk.org and it'll take them to the general website. There's a map that comes up all over the United States and they can choose their community to support. So all over the United States will be these walks mm-hmm. in October? Some in October, some in May, but for those in October, obviously, at this time of year. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this evening we are talking about hunger, and we're talking about the two crop walks that are coming up next month in Allentown and in Bethlehem. My guests, the Reverend Diane Caraha and Matt Pizzell. Uh, representing the groups uh, organizing these two walks. We hope that you folks will become interested enough to go and see for yourself. This is Perspectives here on WDIY. Time for us to take a break. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Celtic Fair, a celebration of Celtic music and culture from its roots in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Brittany, and Galicia to its branches in Australia, Cape Breton, Canada, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and the Lehigh Valley. Music, interviews, and a weekly culture calendar every Thursday from 7 to 9 here on WDIY. Thank you to the members of WDIY for making all the programming you hear possible. Becoming a WDIY member is the best way to support your listening and to ensure WDIY will be here for the next person in our community to discover. Make your membership gift today at 610-694-8100, extension 4, or wdiy.org. We couldn't be here without you. And we're back talking about the two crop walks coming up here in the Lehigh Valley. I'm John Pierce, your host on Perspectives. Sarit Lashinsky at the board, keeping us on the air. So happy to have Reverend Diane Caraha and Matt Pizzell here to talk about these crop walks that are coming up in October. For Bethlehem, it's October 8th, and it begins at 1.30, the actual walk itself. Yes. But are you encouraging people to be there at 1 o'clock? It's always good. The refreshments are there. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, (laughs) automatically then. There you go. And then for Allentown, October 22nd, 
And same times. Same time. That's a that's very handy. Yes. And also refreshments, right? Absolutely. And Diane will back me up on this. The refreshments will be the leftovers from the Bethlehem walk. Uh, no. <laughs> that was a cheap shot. <laughs> All right. Um, these walks that, that bring in money, we've talked about how people can send in there, and we're going to give the information how they can send in a contribution later on today also in, the, in our interview. But where does the money go? Well, and, and we had talked about with all the walks out there, why hunger? And I think Matt has a, a wonderful answer on our little cheat sheets here. Matt, with all oh. the causes out there, why hunger? It's a basic human humanitarian need. Yeah. Uh, food and water, it's what we exist on. If you're not fed, you can't work, you can't learn. You can't do, you can't even reach adulthood. It's sad that, I, th- I think the advertisers who solicit online, not online, on television, know exactly where to hit you with the small children dying of starvation. And sadly, today, we know for a fact that this is going on in refugee camps, in Syria, Turkey, uh, areas of Africa, villages. Outside of the Ukraine. Uh, outside right, the Ukraine. Right, right. And, uh, and in the Ukraine, too. And yeah. Exactly. Right. People who have remained at home, or what's left of it, in a war-torn country that we see every night on the news. And the fact that we can make a small difference through a, an organization like Church World Service is something we should all be proud of. Yes, in, in right after World War II, when this when Church World Service started, their motto was, "We do together what we can't do individually," and so that has continued. And more denominations have uh, joined Church World Service in doing this wonderful work of disaster assistance, of long-term development assistance, and refugee resettlement. It's very much like the Red Cross. Yeah, except what's interesting is Church World Service, and this is true of a lot of the denominational groups as well, whether it's Presbyterian, Lutheran, whatever, they're there right after a disaster and continue on um, when there's a disaster, where there's long-term need, where there are droughts, where there are floods, where there are wars. The people are there not only at the disaster time, but then helping the people get on their feet in partnership. You know, what do you need? How, how can we work together to solve these problems? And very much empowering the people um, that, that have those needs. Right. Now, we were talking off the air about the fact that there are crop walks all over the country. Are there also abroad in other countries? I'm only aware of the United States, but as we had mentioned, the crop hunger walks that we have in the United States, and I believe that there are about 800 crop hunger walks these days at various times, but mostly in the fall and in the spring when it's walkable weather in most places, that their individual communities benefit, but then the other 75% of what we raise that doesn't stay local helps other places in the United States where there are floods and other disasters, but also 
in other countries. For instance, I had the wonderful privilege of going to Nicaragua after a hurricane had washed their houses off of the mountainside. Churchill Service swooped in, helped the people to identify their needs, which were houses. And yeah. they had um, they gave them the ability to construct simple cinder block houses, sturdy houses, in which we were able to stay. You know, these little, they were wonderful, wonderfully hospitable people in these little houses. But again, so grateful for what Church World Service, we through Church World Service, um, had helped them to do. Right. Now, you mentioned a 75%, 25%. Explain right. to me what that's about, Matt. Well, the 75% goes to Church World Service, and 25% of the donations collected stay with our community. And in Bethlehem, we distribute money to various uh, soup kitchens and pantries and, well, one community center, the Northeast Community Center, because they serve food to children who don't necessarily get a breakfast or a lunch, but are there in daycare. And it's something that, that I, as a just caring human being, see as anything you can do to help children who are going to grow up to be hopefully successful and contributing adults should be done as early as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's a, also a, a modeling for children when they grow up. Yes. And many times they will remember how they were helped as children. Yes. What's really cool is in our brochures that we do in, in Allentown, we show what young people are able to do together. And so my family, for instance, has been walking in the crop hunger walk and, and helping to make a difference in the hunger realm locally as well as nationally as well as worldwide. We've been doing that since before they were born, you know. And then they went in the wagons and then they went in the strollers and all that kind of stuff. It's just cool. And people bring their animals, you know, their dogs or whatever, <laughs> on leashes, of course. Yeah. But, you know, it becomes a family event. But then in the community, they're able to see that they're making a difference for other children, families, individuals who just need that extra help. Often it's working parents who just need that extra help through, in Allentown, the Allentown Area Ecumenical Food Bank and the Conference Kitchen. Those two organizations are what are 25% local 25% helps. Yes. So last year, for instance, when Allentown Crop Hunger Walk raised over $32,000, over $4,000 went to each of those organizations to help children, women, men, people of all ages, people who just need that extra help with food security. Right. Yeah, these, this is, uh, it's so important as Matt says, uh, what can we do without food and without water? Right. So. Yeah, I, I think Diane touched on it earlier, but the whole issue around water oh, in, in drought areas yes. or where water becomes something that is absolutely necessary but not available to many people who live in small groups outside of larger cities, we take things for granted. You need a drink of water, you go to the refrigerator or the kitchen sink. That's right. In many parts of the world, that's not available. 
And people right. must walk for miles. Right. And very often the, the water that they get is tainted. And so you have these diseases that develop and kids who are hungry to begin with, it just wipes them out and often death results. I remember being again in Nicaragua and we went to this farm and they had a retaining well for their spring, but they had a crop up the hillside. So they had this solar powered pump um, that church well service helped them to develop. And there was a holding tank up the hill. And then from that tank where this little pump pumped water up to, from that tank was a hose that went down around the trees in their vineyard, and uh, they looped around the individual trees, and then when they needed to be watered during drought season, they would just unscrew, uh, uh, you know, loosen up the screws, and they would have a little trickle-in irrigation method. It was just so cool, and it just took training and materials at that and the, the farmers themselves did it. Right. It's very cool. Right. It is. So um, when you have uh, walkers for the walks, are they mostly individuals who walk? Are they mostly family units? Or are they other kinds of teams that you it's, find? It's a team event because we uh, work with the local churches. And the churches put their team together. Uh, each church usually has a team captain, a leader who does the recruiting or takes registration and promotes it within the congregation. And that team shows up on the day of the walk and walks usually walks together. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. since, since we have a start and end point, the teams may get spread out, but they come and go essentially as a team. And the other thing is, uh, Allentown has invited not just local congregations, but we've Luthercrest Senior Living Community, where I was the chaplain and now where I live, uh, we have a team. Now, we don't walk on the Sunday of the walk. We have our own walk. This year, we have a, a bank um, that they asked can we walk a different day? We said, sure. And the other thing is <laughs> COVID has has helped us to be a little bit broader in our thinking. If churches or congregations or businesses want to walk at a different time or like during Sunday school or whatever, they can do their own thing. In fact, a congregation down in Emmaus, St. John Lutheran, they walked during Sunday school. They had 40 people of all ages well, in their congregation. Isn't that cool? That's a great idea. Yeah. And Asbury United Methodist, they have like a breakfast. They have other other fundraising things for the Crop Hunger Walk. And they have been wildly successful But there. let's be clear. One does not have to be a member of a they congregation do not. Oh, no. to no. walk. No, uh-uh. No. But no. since it's uh, church world service, that's why we're talking about congregations. Sure, yes. but it's In people of any, any denomination, no denomination. Yeah. Right, right. It's very cool. Yeah, if someone was interested, the email, Beth, B-E-T-H, cropwalk at att.net, reach me directly and I'll help them out with any information right. they need. Right. This is Matt Pizzell giving you, again, let's repeat that one. Beth, B-E-T-H, cropwalk at att.net. And for the, the Allentown Crop Walk, uh, www.croppongerwalk.org forward slash 
Allentown, PA. Sign up, donate, whatever, whatever you'd like to do. We would love to also see you on Sunday, October 22nd, 1.30 p.m. to walk with us. Or October 8th. <laughs> At in, the same time. At Sand Island. Right. 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 And let's pray for great weather for those days. Is it walk, rain, or shine? Absolutely, yes. because that's okay. what other people, we walk because they walk, okay. rain or shine. So sometimes you're going to have lots of umbrellas out there. It has happened. It has <laughs> Mother Nature is to blame for that. Well, our time is up for this evening. Reverend Diane Carahaw and Matt Pizzell, thank you so much for coming in and enlightening us about this year's crop walk. Thank you, thank John. Thank you, John. Good luck to you with the walk. And dear listeners, thanks for tuning in. Sarit Lishinsky, Sarit, thanks for your great work on the board again this evening. Until we meet again, remember to be gentle with your neighbor. If you enjoyed this program, please go to the WDIY website or app to share or become a WDIY member.